98.3 WVIN. Good morning. It's time now for Community Focus here at the morning show. We've got the mayor of Bath, Mike Sweet, with us. We'd like to get the mayor in whenever we can to kind of, you know, keep you informed of what's going on. They had a village board meeting, uh, well, let's see, a week ago Monday. And Mike, how you doing? Welcome back. I'm doing great. You him. know, despite all the rain we've been seeming <laughs> to get this summer, I'm doing great. He's here with his Dunkin' Donuts coffee. <clears throat> You're still waiting and waiting and waiting for the one next to you, right? Yeah, I guess the tentative date looks like Monday, but uh, you and I just had a conversation before uh, we came on the air about how difficult it is to do anything here in New York State. It really is sad. I mean, it looks done. It's done. They're waiting for a piece of paper, they told me, that says they're a legitimate business. Now, <laughs> With today's technology, you know, it seems like they could have that piece of paper instantly. Um, it, it's sad that the state controls so many aspects of businesses getting open. You know, the Amazon is a is a great example. They're too busy to put the turning lane in until spring. Oh, um, dear. so we have to wait till spring. So we that. have to wait till spring. They don't. I think anybody that is in government should have to work in, in a business or own a small business prior to, to getting involved, uh, and then your eyes are open. You know, you you want to make revenue as fast as you can, so you have to remove the barriers. And I take great pride. We, as a team here uh, in the village, we try to do that on a daily basis where we can. So if it's a village issue that we can resolve, it's resolved immediately. You see it all the time with our uh, code enforcement team. Uh, we just try to get things done. We've got uh, Colin Taft on our radio doing Halloween safety tips. I heard it. And um, Halloween's coming up this weekend, so what's the plan for the village? So uh, trick-or-treating is on Saturday. We've we've gone through and we've looked at historically when it falls on Sunday, we do the treating on trick or sa- uh, <laughs> trick-or-treating on Saturdays. We don't, we don't uh, celebrate Halloween on Sundays when it falls on a Sunday. So it'll be 6 to 8 on Saturday. Uh, the chamber is scheduled their trunk or treat during the same time frame uh so it's it may be difficult my kids have done both just for an, uh, an exclaimer there that my kids have actually done both they've done trick-or-treating and trunk or treat it can be done <clears throat> just start early <laughs> just start early and i know that next year the chamber is looking at changing the date so you can do both there's people that want to participate in both and uh so uh, it's difficult to do when they they run simultaneously. Now, trunk or treat, and for those who may not be aware of what it is, it's a new concept, relatively new. And uh, basically, they in, in this case in Bath, they put vehicles around the park, they decorate them, and they offer treats for kids. Uh, you do have to pre-register your car if you want to be a part of that, and you got to do that through the chamber office at 776-2178. No, what is it, 21... I had it before. That's right. <laughs> I got it right here. Uh, phone number for the chamber is 7122-7122 in Beth. Don't forget the 607. How about that? Yeah, you know, I've been with uh, Cricket Wireless for a long time, so I've always had to put 607 in, so this is nothing new for me. Yeah, yeah. well, I ran into it yesterday. I called a local business, and they said, your phone, uh, your call cannot be answered. Yeah, can't can be pleaded. <laughs> so anyway, so we got Halloween figured out. <clears throat> Uh, nuisance law. You wanted me to talk about that. I'm, well, the village just issued its first fine. It was a hefty fine um, to a landlord that, uh, quite honestly, is a nuisance to the village. You know, we're going to put our foot down. I committed to that when I ran for mayor. Um, w- our police department can't constantly be going to the same address, dealing with uh, you know drug 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 sales, drug trafficking, drug use, um, other you know violations. And without any consequences, I think our landlords have to do a better job in who they rent to. 
Um, and as just a disclaimer, uh, Dave, there is no moratorium on evicting criminals. So that's a fallacy. There's a moratorium on people that aren't paying rent, <clears throat> but there's no moratorium on evicting criminals. So we need the court systems here in Steuben County to open up and work with our landlords that are trying to get these uh, less than um, desirable renters out of their facilities. So we're doing what we can on the village side, um, but we're not gonna we're not gonna tolerate it anymore. We're gonna put our foot down and um, we're gonna go after these uh, pro these people who are constantly breaking the law and causing our police the force uh, to be at their address over and over. Of course, the over. alternative is for them to comply, and then there's just no problem. Yeah. That's exactly right. And one of the things the village is doing, we are going to sponsor a background check for landlords. Um, there'll be a fee. They'll be able to access this form on the village website, and it'll be simple. You'll be able to put in the information. It's a win-win. It actually does a better and more thorough background check um, at a very reasonable fee for, for the landlord. So check our website. We're hoping to have that up. I would say in the next week, uh, the link should be up there, and you'll be able to use that. So hopefully we can start getting better quality tenants uh, in some of these uh, apartment buildings here in the village. All right. Now, once again, we're talking to Mike Sweet, Mayor Bath. He's in studio with us this morning to talk about news for the village, in case you haven't heard. And uh, one thing that uh, started this week was the annual leaf pickup. <laughs> yeah, that's always a big one. And, you know, being Shade Tree uh, Shade Tree City USA for decades, uh, we have a lot of trees here in, in Bath, to, to say the least. And, uh, you know, that's one of the best services I think that we offer people here in this community is the, the leaf pickup. Be patient. You know, it's a large village. They start east and west or west and east. I'm not going to, don't it, quote me on any of this. Uh, east to the west. Is east to the west. What their announcement said. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know, so, and they'll go through a few times. They'll actually go through until the snow falls. So continue to put the leaves out um, on the side of the road. And, you know, if we keep getting this warm temperatures, we may not see any snow this year, just rain. Wouldn't uh, that looks be interesting? Like it. <laughs> All right, well, uh, a, I learned about something when I had a chat with Carla Viveco from Cornell Cooperative Extension, and I wanted you to maybe give us a little history, history on this, if you could. Uh, uh, Betty Langendorfer donated some property to the village, I understand, and going to turn that into a community pet park type area, right? Yeah, um, everyone knows Betty Langendorfer, a longtime resident of the community. Um, just outstanding people. And, and as I dug into the family's history, they actually own small businesses. And I was intrigued by their uh, gas station up on 54, where maybe babies is today. Yeah, yeah. And they used to have specialty things. And I always say a small business, you have to ha you have to do something different. And they had cheese wheels where they cut fresh cheese and they had a huge candy wall. And that says, uh, you know, that's got me written all over it. So, But they donated the property off from Haverling Street. Um, it, we originally looked at doing just community gardens. They're a lot of work. We really didn't find anybody that wanted to step up to the plate to take the initiative. So we came up with the idea of a dog park, and then it just uh, it just grew from there. Cornell Cooperative Extension contacted us, said, hey, we would love to help you fundraise a pavilion. So down the road, potentially we could start doing some seminars there. Um, so we'll have a dog park, a pavilion to start with, a parking lot. And we're going to run utilities so we can eventually maybe put some bathrooms 
and then a community garden. Um, so Cornell Cooperative Extension is raising all the money for the pavilion. That'll be here in November. And then any additional funds that they have, we're going to start doing some landscaping, some gardening areas, and, and things of that nature where we can educate, we can bring people together. Uh, people, you know, other than coffee um, and occasional beer or two, uh, <laughs> dogs like, bring people together, which yeah. is, which is really, which is really, which is really interesting. <laughs> but you know what we do need, if anybody's listening out there, we need somebody that does CAD, CAD work to help us draw this up. It's not very complicated, but we do need to get some dimensions. We have the outline of the uh, property. So if anybody's out there and, and you do CAD and you can spend an hour helping us out, we would love that. That just helps us get really good numbers uh, for the park and, and actually lay out the size of the dog park and et cetera within that lot. We have a detailed conversation with Carla DeVeco from the Cornell Cooperative Extension uh, coming up on Thursday right here at this time frame on Community Focus. So if you want to learn more about that project, be sure and tune in for that, okay? All righty, Mike, we're way out of time. It <laughs> always goes fast and quick when you're here. We appreciate your time this morning. Mike Sweet, uh, our mayor. Just a couple things. Uh, Bill Comer's birthday today. I wanted to say hi to him, okay. the, pre- the chamber president. And I want to wish all of the uh, Haverland Rams um, athletic teams that are still playing in sectionals uh, good luck as they move move through the sectional and state, state process. It's been a lot of fun watching soccer, football, and even the cheerleading. And I guess the volleyball didn't go to any of their matches, but they had a great year as well. And so it's a lot of fun, and good luck tonight to the girls and the boys tomorrow and football team on Friday, and it yeah. just goes on and on and on. Going for championships in Section 5. And, of course, we broadcast a lot of those games on our sister station, WABH. All righty, this Community Focus has uh, is been recorded and will be available in our podcast section at wvimbat.com. Click on Podcast and click on Community Focus.